Welcome to a Drop Tent Media Production. The Porcupine with Adam Nutter. What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode... I actually don't remember this time. I don't want to put in the South, though. Fuck! I fucked myself. <laughs> I got cocky. Shouldn't have. Uh, it's, I think it's 16. Episode 16. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, real quick, let's do some quick housework. Uh, go. Oh, buy my shirt. Uh, droptent.com slash store. And uh, you could buy my porcupine shirt. You could buy the uh, Disobey Your Local Nutter shirt. That is exclusive artwork from Top Lobster himself. Go get that shit. Uh, of course, if you're listening to this only, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Adam Nutter. Uh, you get this. I, I throw up like comedy clips on here too and stuff like that. So that's fun. And if you guys want to see me do comedy live, uh, September 11th, this Saturday, uh, we'll be back at Chalfont, Pennsylvania at the Pop Inn. Come on out. Uh, two shows, 7.30 and 9.30. So get your tickets now because they will sell out. So droptent.com slash events for those tickets. And then d- d- September 30th, I'll be at the Comedy Works in Bristol. Uh, I don't have a ticket link yet for that, but I will have one soon. So check out my social media at Adam Nutter for all of that stuff. <laughs> okay, we're good for that. All right. My guest today is the enigmatic, good college word, Mark Bazzacco, everybody. <laughs> What's up, dude? What's up, Adam? Thanks for uh, coming down. And uh, we should have been you and the legendary Ken Krawchuk, yeah, but what did he do? Reschedule an email or something? <laughs> yeah, Ken. Ken. By the way, this is what's this is why I hate everything about what, what, why he canceled because <laughs> he we asked him. We go, hey Ken, when can you do it? He goes, I, we could do it Monday or Tuesday. He goes, I could only do it Monday. We go, no worries, we'll do it Monday. And then the day of. Around three o'clock on Labor Day, he sends a fucking email. An email, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, uh, we're scheduled to tomorrow." We don't know. I didn't see the email. You didn't see the email. <laughs> and then you call me You're like, "Yo, can reschedule this whole show for tomorrow?" I was like, "No, Ken doesn't have the authority to do that on my own show." So <laughs> we're gonna still do it. We'll reschedule Ken later. <laughs> so here we are, but just me and you, which is also fun. Uh, thanks for coming down, dude. Yeah, man. Again. Uh, cause again, it's got rescheduled fucking, fucking studio looks nice, man. Thanks, man. It's, uh, most of Neil's work, but most of my money. So if that <laughs> goes out, <laughs> you know, pay people to do stuff. You don't want to do physical labor, dude. Fuck that. But no, it's sweet. Uh, also I got to give a shout out to uh, producer Evan and producer Jesse behind the scenes for always keeping everything smooth and running. Especially Evan. He's like our real tech guy. Like he sets everything up. Like, we wouldn't have a sh- anything if it wasn't for Evan setting up the cameras and, <laughs> and fucking programs and computer and shit like that. We'd be just fucking a bunch of retards, which we kind of still are, but we're better yeah. off retards. Yeah, that's that's what life's all about. That's what life's all about, <laughs> being slightly better off retard. Uh, yeah, but before we get started, yes. man, I had to let you know, it's crazy being on your show. Why? Because when I first, like, I heard about you before I met you. Yeah. I fucking hated you. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. Everybody was Why? Like, because every all these people were like, "Oh man, I just met this guy Adam Nutter. He's just like you, dude. He's he's a fucking badass, you know. <laughs> and you know, he's like thirty five. He's like the the younger, better looking version of you. Not and, wrong. 
I know. I was like, fuck this dude. Facts. I'm fuck him up when I see him. <laughs> then I found out you were a comedian. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I yeah. hate comedians. He hated that. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. hated it, so I had two strikes against me. Yeah. And then I met you, and I was like, what? There's funny comedians out there? I, I know. It's wild when uh you told me, you're like, I don't think Dave Smith's funny. And then, and oh, then put that on the fucking air. Great. And then, yeah, I will. And then you, t- <laughs> and then you told him that to his face. Yeah, I was a little drunk. Yeah, so it's not like I'm really blowing your spot up. Right. You blew your own spot up. That's true. To the guy you said it about. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying it to uh, more more people. <laughs> I'm not the one who said. So and I and I told you, which Jesse, <clears> he's a comic, so he'll tell you this. It fucking, he goes up to Dave Smith and he goes, "Hey man, I don't think you're funny." To a comic. That's like the one thing that we're supposed to be. It's like telling like you, you suck at what you do in your like crap. That, but yeah, it was kind of like that. That's how it was in my head. That's how, that's how it's, that know. story played out of my own head when you told me, though. <laughs> it's like you walked up to him and you were like, you're not funny. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't that bad. There was a half a conversation before, like, yeah, the comedy part's not funny. But, but then you saw me at Pittsburgh. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to sit in the front row. I'm going to heckle this motherfucker and everything else. And you come out, your first joke is like, oh, man. Don't give it away. But the, no, deer joke was the first joke. But yes, <laughs> the mushroom but then thing. But you guys yes. did a mushroom joke. Yeah. I'm like, dude, that's my life. It's just <laughs> fucking hilarious. You know? And I laughed through your whole, your whole set. Thanks, man. Uh, I forgot to bust your balls because you might be the worst on the mic person. I don't mean like you're bad at publicly speaking. I mean... You're physically bad at publicly speaking. <laughs> yeah, I wave the mic around in circles while I'm like, talking. Again, I'm a comic. I'm fucking. I'm a stickler for like showmanship on stage. So Mark was up there giving a speech to run, you know, as like his last uh, essentially raw ha speech for uh, chair for state chair against you know Jen Moore, and the microphone. This is a visual joke, but you'll hear, audio people will hear me. He's doing this like I'm Mark Bizzacco running for chair. I'm like. Hold the mic to your mouth, Mark. I was, like, yeah. I was in the back just flipping. I, was, I, I wasn't even hearing what you were saying. So I was like so tunnel visioned on your shitty stage presence. Good, good. And it bothered me. I appreciate it. And we're going to work on that as a team. No, I, I learned. You told me. You told me. Yeah. I, 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 Look, I got this mic an inch from my face. Uh, good. <laughs> I, I felt like I was telling young comics, like when they do that shit, I'm like, hey, man, you got to hold it to your fucking mouth so they can't hear you with all the jokes. <laughs> I was like, do you want to hear them talk about the chair stuff? Well, I, I actually noticed that in your set because the mic was in like a little podium thing and you couldn't get it out. You just picked the whole fucking podium up and you're carrying it around. The yeah, whole until stage. I got it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because then I don't want to sit there and struggle like an asshole. Right. Because sometimes the clips are fucking tight and everything's stuck in there. You're like, like hey, nice to beat. And you're like, just trying to pull a fucking mic out, and that takes up four minutes. You're looking at like a fucking dick. But yeah, no, that was a fun time, Pittsburgh. I can't wait for uh, uh, next year, 2022, uh, in March. Oh, which... yeah, shit's going to be awesome. Awful spot. Hey, what are you going to do? They picked that. That's our, our leadership. It's fucking terrible. Don't burp into the microphone. <laughs> it's, it's fucking, it's such a bad. Williamsport? Dude, but they're talking. They don't even have enough room for all the people in the hotel. So they they want to spend all this extra money to get the theater across the street. Yep. So what are we gonna be doing? Eating dinner in theater seats and shit. Yeah, super like, comfortable. <laughs> I really want to. How do you how do you walk around and have conversations? Yeah, I really want to spend three days sitting in a theater. Sitting in a fucking theater, staring at uh, our current leadership. Yeah, <laughs> they'll be on, they'll be on the stage. You know, 
it's taking up most of the stage. <laughs> uh, yeah, not too many in shape people on <laughs> some sides of this, including myself. I'm not really in shape either. I just, you know, no. as I look it. You got tattoos to make up for. Exactly. That's why I have tattoos and a beard, bro. I got to make up for my <laughs> lack of in shapeness. <laughs> you, you, it's like peacocking. You make, you, you ever look at this stuff, they don't look at the midsection, right. which is just doughy. I don't have any muscle tone, dude. It's fucking bad. <laughs> I got to work out, but I don't want to. Like weak shoulders. Yeah. Don't want to do it, though. You used to be in shape, though. I used to be in shape. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm old now. I used to be in shape. I know, but I don't want to be the guy that's like, I used to be the in shape guy, but I kind of am that guy. Oh, dude. I, I had, uh, so I was hiking through the woods this weekend and it had all these little things set up along the trail. One's a pull-up bar. And I'm like, oh, man, I remember in high school, man, I used to set the pull-up records and stuff. Let me see what I got on this. Oh, man, I got up there once. Every fucking muscle in my body yeah. was hurting. I, I don't truly know if I could do a pull-up. <laughs> like, truly, with how bad my shoulders and stuff, my, my one shoulder and back is. I could, man, I want to confidently say I could do a chin-up. Because I'm light. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm banking on, like, I'm light enough I could pull myself up this way. Yeah. It's easier. I don't know. <laughs> I could even do a chin up, dude. Honestly. Yeah. It took everything I got to do one pull up. It's bad. It's embarrassing. So. Yeah. I used to be a fucking athlete. God damn it. Fuck. What happened to us? I also didn't realize, like, that whole, like, once you hit 30, everything, you feel everything. I was like, nah. Yo. So true. Oh, dude, wait till you hit 40, man. Oh, it's five years. <laughs> five years. I've been thinking about death so much lately at 30, almost five. I don't know why. It's fr I'm freaking out about it. Nah, it's, it's all 45 is the same as 35. It's not. Yeah, it just takes a little bit longer. You know what? It really sucks. I used to jump off of everything. Now you jump off of something like three inches tall and you feel it straight up your whole fucking body. <sighs> That's the worst. You lose all your shock absor absorbers. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's like the sh your shocks go in your 30s and your 40s. I was thinking of my dad. My dad's like, what, 66? And I'm like, how does it feel to almost be dead? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's wild to me. Yeah. And my dad used to be, again, my dad, when he was younger, I said this on, a, on other podcasts before, but like, he, was, he would bench like almost 400 pounds. Like, he was like jacked. And now he just like, just a frail older dude and like dude what happened to you <laughs> like you know it's like well, i watched you literally what it used to be like I, I legitimately watched him like just degrade over time it's fucking wild I remember like the first time i realized i could beat the shadow my dad i was like on the man now <laughs> and my dad me and my dad are very close and again we we never got into fights or we've, we've only ever had two almost physical altercations before but that was like when i was adult but yeah like there's a weird time in your life where you're like I could beat the shit out of my dad now for I sure. Did. My my dad was a complete nerd. He was, he was oh really total pussy. Did I remember one time I was like twelve or thirteen, and I had a brother that's a year younger than me too. Me and him were always fighting and arguing, arguing with my dad. And I don't know, my dad came up with this stupid idea to buy a couple sets of boxing gloves. And he says, "When when tempers start flaring, we'll go outside with the boxing gloves on." So five minutes later, I'm like, "Let's go, dad." Put the gloves on. I beat the crap out of him. I mean, I'm chasing him around the yard, beating the At crap. At 12? Oh, yeah. Did he let you? No, he was an old man. <laughs> He's such, like, I don't think my dad ever been in, has been in a fight in his life. He was a dentist. 
<laughs> yeah. So for the next year, like anytime like he would get loud at me or we get in any kind of argument with him, oh dad, can we go get the gloves? You know? No, no, like, no, 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 no. You can just do what you want. Like yeah, stay out as late as you want, dude. I don't even care. I don't even yeah. you watch all the TV, watch all the porn you want. Yeah. You have my credit card. That was a huge parroting fail on his part. Yeah, I was a, yeah, you have to if you're gonna do that, you better house your son the first time. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> Even cheap shot him, just so he'll never think about it again until he's like well over eighteen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, it was like, it was a one sided fight. Like, it was scary. As soon as he's getting the gloves on, as he's like literally just putting it on, just fucking ah, <laughs> and just cold cock and be like, "That's what you get, bitch." Dude, you know, I did that shit once in my life too. You know, so when I was younger, my really good friend was uh, this Italian kid, Luke, growing up, and his dad was straight off the boat out of Italy. He was like a medium uh, middleweight boxer. Uh, he got in a car accident. He probably would have been like middleweight champ or something. Oh shit, yeah. Like he was fucking badass, this dude. But you know, he was like fifty-five years old and smoked two packs of cigarettes a day. He looked old. Yeah. But I mean, I would watch him go nuts on the heavy bag for hours. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I'm cocky, fifteen-year-old kid. I'm like, yeah, I could box a little bit. So we put on the gloves, me and him, and he's like, come on, come on, hit me, hit me. And I'm like, nah, man, dude, you're an old man. I don't want to hurt you. And like, oh no, come on, hit me said that to me like three or four times and i just wound up and i wailed him right in the stomach he didn't fucking move yeah next thing you know 30 fucking punches hit me <laughs> and i'm flying across the basement backwards i'm like all right fuck that. dude when i was uh the when i realized i could beat my dad up this is like again one of the only two times i ever had a like almost got to a fight with my dad i remember i grabbed him and i just felt and i was already doing mma i was like i was like i was like three or four years in mma at the time and I just, and I was still playing football. And I remember just grabbing him and the strength difference. And I was like, oh, I, 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 I remember grabbing him and being like, oh, I could fucking kill you right now. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't have to do anything. But this, the right. immediate, you just know. And you're like, wow, I am superior <laughs> right now. This is quite crazy. And he knew it too. He was like, fuck, <laughs> this is it. And that was it. But like, I, yeah, but we never had problems with my dad. We're very, we're still very close to this day. Uh, I got to get him on this podcast one. That'd be cool. But, uh, yeah, I totally derailed your whole podcast. So. No, not at all. It's, the podcast is nothing. You, this got, is you a, got notes over there no, and that's stuff. That's but... just for me to look professional. No, <laughs> it's for me to keep my track, my mind on track, because I have fucking brain trauma from all the fighting and football. <laughs> that got me nowhere, really. So, which I, I think about a lot, too, lately. <laughs> like, I destroyed my body for no real purpose. You got a lot of good stories, though. Not really. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> not really. I have a few cool ones, but like it's not worth like my memory problems and headaches, yeah. like you know, like I I I, I, t- I think I made a total of like twelve hundred dollars playing football for like twelve years. <laughs> like, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and MMA like pff, less than a thousand for sure. Maybe a, maybe a grand, maybe. But now you can you talk you talk a lot of shit though. Yeah, when I was an MMA fighter, everybody's like, oh, don't fuck with Adam. Yeah, I have to because I can't fucking. I'm out of shape now. <laughs> I got to go off my fucking my stories. <laughs> when I used to be able to do it. Uh, all right. I do have questions though, for real. Okay, so I ask everybody this, as you know, you listen to the show. So, Mark, what brought you to the Liberty Movement? Yeah, that's a it, that's such a hard question for me. So, I mean, I, I I think music actually really did back in the day, but it didn't bring me to the movement, but it me to the message of the movement okay what band a lot of them but i, I think the one that stands out in my head because i remember it like pretty vividly is uh ministry uh new world order you know yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but the fucking music video with George Bush on there and everything, oh, yeah. like we got a new world order and there's fucking troops marching around and everything. I'm like, what the fuck is going on in the world? You know? And it started really opened my eyes. And then, you know, a lot of other bands like Sepultura had a whole album called KSAD, you know, like, so a lot of the music, I listen to a lot of metal and a lot of the messaging behind that is like the government's fucked up. You know, there's all these wars for no reason. Why are we killing all these people and stuff? So that shit was always in my head from a young age. So I always hated, really hated politicians and government from from a young age. I hated rulers too. I got kicked out of like everything. I was kicked out of Boy Scouts. I was kicked out of four different schools. You know, like any kind of authority and people. Mm-hmm. This is this is the rules you have to follow. I just went the exact opposite way. So it's just kind of who I was. And then I guess around 2014, 2015, I found I I always wrote in people politicians like I, like, I, like kanye west and mickey mouse or like actual people that you not, think it's funny i wrote in my sister a lot yeah see? My, my sister's fucking badass so i wrote i used to vote for her for president all the time and everything but i never really actually voted for any real politicians and then i don't know i guess gary johnson's first can't well you know i i followed some stuff on social media with the libertarian party and stuff but i guess gary johnson's first campaign after the whole Ron Paul thing was kind of over and then <clears throat> jumped on board with the uh, Gary Johnson thing and started looking into the Libertarian Party. Uh, but then I tried to meet Libertarians and they all sucked. Like I know, right? I found the Montgomery County Libertarians on Meetup. And I'm like, all right, well, let's see what this shit's about. You you're know? cruising for fucking dudes, and you're like, oh, let me find the Monaco Libertarian County Party. Dude, I don't, like, <laughs> I go to one of their meetings, like, having no clue what to expect. But, you know, it's a political party, and then I had a guy run for president and stuff, so let's check it out. I go, there's four fucking dudes there. Yeah. They didn't say a word to me. They looked at me like I was a fed. You know, and all they talked about was like silver coins and shit, <laughs> like way over my fucking head. Dude, you know? we really are like fucking D and D nerds. Like we're fucking just like those. Like really, like when I, I even again, even, like I don't see the Mises Caucus that way because it's it's different. But like traditional, I guess libertarian or like old caucus or whatever the fuck. It's like that basementy like. Oh, what's gold today? Like, uh, it's like it's like you know, push the glasses off. Like, actually, it's it's like a lot of nerd shit. And I want, I wonder why is because it's fringe. So like, fringe attracts fringe. Like nerd shit is, fr- you know, like I don't know what the fuck it is. Well, I think it also, you know, the the people that aren't indoctrinated understand the libertarian message much more than somebody that you know, sat there and listened to everything their teachers told them all through high school and, and, and lived the American dream through college and everything other and watched the news every day. So all these other weirdos that were like, eh, I don't really do the high school and college thing and I'm going to do my own thing. They, they're the ones that end up in the party, but they're also a bunch of fucking nut jobs like us, you know? Yeah. So. So from music to the Liberty message. To a terrible Monco thing. And then, to you know, a terrible Monco thing. I kept following on social media for years. And then I'm like, you know, I got to go to one more Monco meeting. And I went to another meeting, and <laughs> that's where I met Ken Kralchuk, who <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a complete fucking nerd, you know? like How long ago was this, by the way? That's like 2015, probably. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'll never forget because he still does it today, and I still break his balls about it. He had a self printed business card. And he handed me his business card. 
I'm like, okay. And, uh, you know, I left there and I'm like, all right, whatever. But they were talking about collected signatures for Gary Johnson and stuff. So I went out and I collected like a couple hundred signatures over the next few months just because I wanted to help the party. And then I called Ken. I'm like, I got these like 200 signatures for Gary Johnson, like just calling some random guy who handed me a business card. And he calls me right back. And we, we talked for like an hour and a half and he told me all about different stuff in the party. And so then I just started going to meetings ever since. Did you know Ken before the? Didn't you, I thought I could have heard. I swore you said like you grew up with Ken. Well, kind of in a weird roundabout way. My brother dated his daughter. Okay, so that was it. And like he knew of me because his daughters would talk about me and stuff like that. His neighbor, who was friends with his daughter, I was in Boy Scouts with. So, you know, me and Ken grew up maybe not even a mile from each other. Okay, that's wild. So. <clears throat> it's fucking weird. You reconnect with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talking about all the things. And all right. So, but what made you like, okay. Now, people don't know you're the um, board rep of Montgomery County. Yeah. Yeah. And on the obviously board of Bucks. So we're the neighboring board rep beans. <laughs> uh, what made you like, you're, if people don't know, like, too, like, you're like really heavily involved in like the PA state stuff. Like, you're all in on everything about the party and i mean you know, i don't say about the party i mean like just trying to wreck like uh turn the party around and try to like push the party forward and like actually where we're supposed to be um what made you go fuck it i'm like all in now and this is like what i want to do well, the like how much cra- you, you the know? crazy part is the people that made me the board rep in monco they didn't they didn't want to see the party succeed and stuff not that they're not good people but you know <clears throat> they're a bunch of anarchists and they're they're more into their uh own activism and stuff than actually doing stuff through the party. Um, you know, like I said, there's only four people going to the meetings. And so I show up to like two meetings in a row and they're like, Oh, Hey, let's make Mark the board rep. I'm like, what the fuck's a board rep? They're like, Oh, you just go to sit in the state board meetings and stuff. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll do that shit. You know? Um, so I started going to the board meetings and meeting people throughout the state and seeing what the, you know, back then board meetings had like seven people showing up to them. Um, and one thing that really stood out to me is so many people in the party were just all about either not welcoming new members or chasing people away. I mean, it was ridiculous. I think the first state convention I went to had 37 people at it. Um, now you see how many people we got going. I don't want to take much credit for that, but me and a couple other people realized that all the new people kept coming into the party and these anarchists that didn't want to see the party grow that just – wanted it to be a beer drinking club where they talked about how fucking great they were and just had, and you know, these people had been doing it for 10, 15 years together without it ever seeing much growth. But, um, yeah. So I decided I was going to start making people feel welcome and included in the party. Uh, so the next convention we had 85 people at, and then we've been growing ever since. I have a theory. I'm like, uh, Funny part, though, about that is yeah. a lot of these people that I made feel welcome and brought into the party are some of my biggest haters. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's oh, yeah, it's, it's, it really is I mean, there's people that wild, like, dude. spread lies about me and hate me, and I've spent hours and hours, hundreds of hours on the phones with these people, yep. convincing them not to rage quit the party, and here they are thinking I'm I'm the fucking problem with the party. So I have, I have a theory. 
is to like why a lot of these people are like so anti new and it's again i think it goes back to fringe right let's like our party again brings in fringe it, it's not there's less mainstream people that go to libertarian party i feel like a lot of people go to libertarian party feel like they're outcasts not only politically but just in life like in general and they found a place where a bunch of other like-minded outcasts are and they know they're never going to fit in to the r's or the d's so they get together and they want to form their own cool kids club because they were never part of one. Right. Well, that's the, that's the big thing, the cool kids club. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess everybody has it for some level. Like everybody wants to be cool. Everybody has clicks. In, in, is that what you're saying? Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, but I feel like some people come into the Libertarian Party and like I got I got my own life, man. I got ton of friends outside the libertarian circle i'm friends with fucking liberals republicans people that just hate politics Same. you know i got tons of friends i don't need i'm not in the libertarian party to be making lifelong friends now i've met some great fucking people that i'm pretty sure i'm gonna be friends with for mm -hmm. a long time but that wasn't i was in it for the activism and for the message you know this is the avenue that i saw was the best avenue for me to fight for our, our freedom and in personal liberties and stuff that's my number one mission in this. If everybody fucking hated me, but we succeed at that, mm. I'm happy, you know? Well, for, yeah, for pe for people who, again, aren't privy to the board rep meetings every month, um, they're awful. I hate <laughs> them. I hate them so much. Uh, like, okay, so they're like three hours on a Saturday, which is fucking, <laughs> but I mean, on average, I'm at a meeting. We haven't had a one under four hours yet. No, no, no. Uh, like two meetings ago, we had like, it was like an hour and a half. It was pretty quick. I'm positive. That was that was uh, the second half of. Oh shit! You're right. That was still technically <laughs> one meeting. Fuck. Yeah. We recessed the meeting. It came back. Oh, you're right. <laughs> so that okay, ended so up being like a six-hour. We have to stop the Saturdays. I have like jobs on Saturday nights to go to, like comedy. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Like, it's hey, let's do one at five o'clock on a Saturday. Like, no one has. Fu That's the thing. We have lot. This is. I feel like that old fucking guard. Cool kids club shit. We're like, well, we're, we're, we're losers have nothing to do on a Saturday night. So, therefore, we should all sit around on a Zoom meeting or, or drive three and a half hours away to fucking middle of nowhere PA so we could do a fucking thing on a Saturday. I'm like, cool. Or I could go out with my wife and have dinner. Or I could go do comedy. Or I could go fucking, you know, anything else. <laughs> well, it stresses me to fuck out because, I mean, you see what I do on the board calls. I'm, I'm you know, I, I talk a lot. But I feel like I can't fucking miss a minute of the board call. Or some people are just going to pull some shit, you know? Well, and that's... I was talking to Heist about this, too. Because, like, I'm still very new to the board rep thing. So I am taking everything in. And I'm like, I don't... What Dude, the fuck is point of on. order? Like, I am so lost on, like, all the Roberts rules and, like, the when's a point of motion and order of dilatory... I just like the word Dude, dilatory. They don't, <laughs> they don't know either. They make their own shit up. So you could just scream shit into the fucking microphone. Just say some point of order and scream something. They won't know if it's legitimate or Dude, not. Did you, know? you ever see... <clears throat> did you ever... Uh, that social... It's like that commie socialist meeting in California they had. At like point of personal privilege? Point of personal... Do you ever see that? No, but I, I could have totally pictured it, it. Hey, Jess, could you do me a solid... Can, can you look that up? Uh, it's like um, type point of personal privilege, like socialist meeting that that for sure will come up. And, uh, but don't pull up in. Oh, yeah. Pull up in YouTube. Just don't show the audience. Just show us and Mark, but play the audio because it's very funny. It's just 
that's what I, when everybody starts doing that, I think of this video. But this is like extreme lefty progressivism bullshit, like progressive bullshit. Uh, but I just don't also want to sound like an asshole, and I also want to derail our. Oh, this is it. Yeah. So just if you could just give this a fucking play, it's the U.S. Socialist Convention. It's the funniest thing you'll ever see. Just play it. Like, you want it's... to defeat capitalism? We are going to need a party that will organize working people to fight for the demands that we want and to win socialism. Thank you so much. Right, right uh, quick point of privilege. Quick point of personal um, privilege. Point of privilege. Yes. That's it. Um, guys, uh, first of all, James Jackson, Sacramento, he, him. I just want to say, can we please <laughs> keep the chatter to a minimum? I'm, I'm one of the people who's very, very prone to sensory overload. There's a lot of whispering and chatter going on. It's making it very difficult for me to focus. Please, can we just, I know it's, we're all fresh. Is this serious? Go, but can we please oh, just dude, keep the chatter to a bit. minimum? 100% real. Respecting my ability to focus. Thank you. Thank you, comrade. So they do this okay, instead of clapping, like jazz hands. Name, point chapter, pronoun. Point of personal privilege. It just yes. keeps happening. Please do not use gendered language to to address everyone. <laughs> and that just there's a longer we don't Yo, have to we keep gotta, going. We got to sneak a couple of uh, the PA libertarians into that, dude. But that that video is like five minutes long. Like it gets crazier. Like that. Like it gets so ridiculous. The the organizer of the convention comes out at one point. He's like, I understand everyone wants to like speak and that's what we're here for and like put a personal privilege like they wouldn't let him dude it's wild it's so fucking funny yeah but, but we're losing to that shit did you see how many people were there so many people but they all had brain trauma <laughs> <laughs> i should be there yeah. <laughs> like you're gonna see me there going next point of personal privilege <laughs> apple pie <laughs> whatever the fuck i'm gonna be mush brain soon but uh yeah so like, i don't I, that's the thing is like i don't want to start yelling that shit out not that but i mean like point of order or to, like i don't want to sound dumb and then that gives like all the haters like well, this guy doesn't even know what to fucking do and like you're, you're like you know i'm like i don't fuck i want to you shit on me <laughs> you know i was like i want you to have one up with me bitch <laughs> i want to say well, we got the in-person one coming up so i know i'm psyched yeah how are we getting out there we should all go together i'm driving my piece of shit truck are you I'm, I'm staying for the whole weekend though i gotta talk at liz's event so oh what are you talking about liz has a whole event on uh yeah, but what are you talking on behalf? Uh, what the hell? Uh, welfare. And how much you love it, you fucking commie? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch a couple of those videos. <laughs> you gotta, yeah, you're going to watch those to prep your big meeting. No, I'm actually uh, going to go head-to-head with a Democrat that ran for state senate. Oh, so day. you're doing a debate. It's not going to be a debate. I'm friends with her, but I'm going to do I'm, I'm gonna do my best not to embarrass her. It sounds like a debate. <laughs> Everything you're saying sounds like a debate. Every, well, you put me in any conversation, it's a debate. Yeah, it's, it's just, sure. You're very contentious? Contentious? You and these college words, man. You know I'm a high school dropout. I know. I, I, By the way, I went to four years of college and didn't graduate, so <laughs> that's how dumb I am. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I went through two and a half years of high school, and I got really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I, a lot of good drugs in high school. I didn't. I didn't start doing drugs till later, or drinking till. I mean, drinking. I was like eighteen. You know, usual drinking age. But I didn't start doing drugs till like my twenties. Oh shit, eighteen is the usual drinking age. No, no, no. I meant like uh, like sixteen at like eight, like that. Those years. Yeah, I was stealing fucking grain alcohol from my parents in like sixth grade. No, you were white trash though. Yeah, I was. So it's. I say all the time, I'm lucky I grew up in like <laughs> fucking rich suburbs because, like, my goal in life was to be the baddest kid around when I was younger. Easy. Like, <laughs> Easy. If you put me in North Philly and I grew up there, man. It's fucked up. Yeah, I'd be running gangs when I was like thirteen. Oh, dude, you so. would have fit in with that. You probably would have fit in with Staten Island kids, though. 
Yeah, I mean, as long as like the worst kid wasn't that bad. We had a dumb Guido kid who fought everybody. That's how I. I mean, I again, yeah. I grew up just getting into fucking fights all the time. Fuck man, call me a dumb Guido. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dumb Guido too. My so. name's not Italian, but again, I'm a dumb Italian for sound around. So we, we I grew, grew up playing football in the streets. It's like you get pushed. It's like you know, get some slur gets thrown around. Yeah. And then it's like, what'd you say? It's like we're fighting now. It's like, all right, I guess we're fighting now. Yeah, that was me growing up, but the rest of my friends weren't like that. So they'd be like, yo, dude, what the fuck's wrong with you? Oh no, that was all of us. That was the whole neighborhood. Yeah, it was just me. Well, okay, so you would no, and then you would just be one of us. Yeah. You would have been a middle of the wrong Staten Island kid <laughs> growing up. <laughs> you you were a predator at Montgomery County. Fucking <laughs> you've been a middle 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 of the road bully. In Staten Island terms, dude. I'd like to think of myself as I was like the anti-bully. I I went you're around like Wolverine or Deadpool. You're something you're, like that. I spent my days watching all the interactions with people, and as soon as somebody fucked with somebody the wrong way, I'd be like, I, yeah, I got an excuse to get that motherfucker. Yeah, no, that's that's me now. Yeah. Now I'm like, I I make sure if my if I see like injustice happening, that I think is you know dude, that was me since I was like a little kid. Like I, I I needed my violence to be justified. Yeah. And nobody would pick on me. I was. Dude, I was almost this big in eighth grade. It was ridiculous. Yeah, no, I'm a straight up. I would be a straight up antihero. If, if I was a comic book character, I'm an antihero <laughs> for sure. Because <laughs> I'm just gonna do what I think is right. You know, like I'll just be a fucking vigilante. Vigilante sounds so much cooler than superhero, by the way. Doesn't it? Yeah, we'll start our own little vigilante group. Fuck yeah! Also, sounds like we just fucking ride around on horses though, which also sounds cool. Uh, Bring that back. No, I've fallen off a couple horses. I'm done with those things, dude. Imagine just twenty dudes and chicks riding horses down fucking Montgomery County, <laughs> and just screaming in the middle of the night to yeah. get somebody to get like fucking cat burglar, dude. That'd be sick. Yeah, I don't think that would work too well. <laughs> no, dude, you're not, you're not seeing the big picture here. <laughs> you see <the> big picture. <laughs> Pitch it at the next at the next Montgomery meeting. All right, that's a good Pitch idea. for me. Promise me. <laughs> Promise me you'll pitch that for me. Fucking, they, the horses might work in Bucks. They got some farms there, but not in Montgomery County. No, we do, but uh, it's a problem when you're driving around high all the time. There's too many deer and horses. It's <laughs> fucking wildlife. <laughs> you always got to be careful. Like, I am, I, when, I'm sure Bucks, when I'm driving around Bucks, when I'm driving around Bucks, my eyes are anywhere but the road. They're like above the road, on the side of the road, I'm looking for something to dart out in front of me. There's a funny story about that that was actually similar to a joke I heard you tell, but it, it has a totally different ending. So Yes, it does, and do not say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was just, I just remember this one night. It was fucking Halloween, like or a Halloween party, but like my cousin got married, so I drove all the way home from their house. And this is back when I was retarded and would like drink and drive and stuff. So I drove all the way back to my neighborhood to go to this Halloween party. I only lived like three blocks away. And I'm fucking wrecked. And I'm like, right, I'm going home. Everybody's like, dude, you can't drive home. I'm like, dude, I literally live three blocks away. It's four o'clock in the morning. There's nothing on the roads, you know? So they're like, all right, I guess you can go, you know? I'm like, it's right down the road. I can make it there. There's nothing out there. Get a car. And I'm like, all right, Mark, pay attention. Go nice and slow. Don't, you know, fucking deer everywhere running next to my cars i'm fucking driving <laughs> then they're trying to cross the street i'm like i've never seen so many fucking deer the one night i'm out driving dude you're like a you're like simba in the fucking herd <laughs> they, <laughs> Lions they, dude, they, they were they were running next to me like trying to follow me i was like motherfuckers yeah man those motherfuckers are, I, i've never like hit one like i've never you know what i'm saying like they're not i don't understand if people hit them i really don't 
Oh, I've never really come close to hitting a deer. I go pretty fast down back roads. Like I still don't come close to hitting the fucking deer. Yeah. Pay the fuck attention, idiot. <laughs> uh, I lost my train of thought. I have something to say. Um, Monaco LP. Oh, state, state. Oh yeah, board rep meetings. That's what we were talking about. Wow, the fuck did we get from board rep meetings to deer? Board rep meeting. Um, no. So next one's coming up on the 18th, and it's in person. Yeah, I hear a lot of people saying that I'm just a fucking like trying to disrupt the yeah, whole but you're meeting not. And stuff. You're bringing up valid points, and they just shut you down because they hate you. Yeah. But I got it. Oh, that was my point. I wanted to. I was talking talking to high school. Like I want to learn how to alleviate some of that from you, so I can be the other guy to do that. But I just don't know what to say when to say it yet. It does actually take time. Like like I said, when I started, like fucking six six years ago, I guess I was a board rep. There was only seven of us. There was no contention. We discussed stuff. We had disagreements. You know, even when we had grew to 15, 20 people in the meetings. There were disagreements, but it wasn't people literally trying to say, well, I interpret a petition of 12 people is... I know, it's wild. You know, like, so and that's another thing, They just too. make shit up, and it, they say, this is this is the chair's interpretation. I mean, how many times have I pulled, yeah. appealed the ruling of the chair this year? Yeah, yeah, a lot. It's so arbitrary, a lot of it. And then everybody's like, oh, Mark's appealing the ruling. Well, they're not following the fucking bylaws that hundreds of people have voted on, you right. know? Yeah, well, yeah. I didn't write the bylaws. It, it it really reminds me a lot of just the federal government with like the constitution lately, and like you know, like ah, this is. I know we voted it, we agree on this, but fuck it, right? <laughs> We're like, no, actually, not fuck it. Well, I do something like that, and I hear a lot of people, and they're they're mostly new members going, "Well, it's my opinion that this law is in the way of this," and mm. I don't give a fuck what your opinion is. Right. I really don't. Those bylaws have been in place for thirty, fifty years, and hundreds and hundreds of people have voted on them. So who cares what your stupid little opinion is? Did you see the latest email from Kevin Gehagen? What the fuck you say his name? Galwin. Whatever. I don't, uh, I don't get included in any of those emails. Oh, yeah. Were you banned from everything? They won't put me on a fucking board rep uh, email list. Oh, all right. Wild. I'm on it. That's cool. Uh, I'll, I I'll get people to forward me a lot. Yeah, of forward stuff, you. Right? Um, uh, he just sent out an email today, I think, being like, "We just got 300 something members this month," and I'm like, "How many of that is Mises, though?" <laughs> yeah. And like. They don't. They don't believe it. They don't believe it. But we. But we know for a fact because we see it in our numbers, right? Yeah. So I don't understand. Let them think it's them. I don't care. Let yeah, them I know. The f- I'm not about credit or anything. I'm about the fucking mission of making sure that we actually put out a fucking message that draws people to this party, get good candidates that can get elected that are that are motivated, and we can fucking start changing some laws in this country. You know. I uh, I didn't want to give this account a name, so I'll just say I saw this from an account though. But this account was uh, calling us hypocrites because they were like, "Oh yeah, Mises Mises called us uh, complained last year that we brought in out of state candidates to vote, but now they are doing the same thing." They just read the email that we sent out. Dude, we got our ass kicked by a bunch of out of state. And people. I go I'm like, "Yeah, we're playing by your rule that you set." Yeah. We didn't want that. We actually voted against it. We actually had a hundred and some out of state people in Pittsburgh, right, at at our event right across the street, basically. Yeah, and we're like, yeah, you guys find something to do. We got to go to our state convention, and we'll meet up with you tomorrow. Yeah, you know. The the uh, another lie is being propagated by these fucking Loberts is uh, Lobertarians <laughs> is uh, <laughs> that those buses that we drove in on, which I did not drive in. I drove out. No, actually, I drove zero part. I just drove back to the hotel on. <laughs> um, we're out of state. It was everybody from Philly and like Bucks County. There was and a couple shit. Maryland people that actually originally 
lived in Phil lived in uh, PA. Right. But everybody on those buses, most of them were like longtime libertarians. Yeah. You know, Sean House, past chair, Ken Carlchuk. And, like, and they're all again, we were all from PA. Yeah. Well, it they pushed this whole narrative that we were having a fucking takeover of the state party. I was the most senior person running for fucking office. I'm yeah. running for chair. I'm taking over the party. Okay, but I've been around for than any of these people. Yeah. You know, Kyle's been treasurer for the past two years. He's running for his third term. Like, that's not taking over. It's, it's rerunning. <laughs> yeah. Luke Edser's been uh, around since, yeah. I don't know, 2016 or something. He's done a lot of good shit for the... That's not a takeover. Like, right. It was all the original people in the state that were around before, all these Jorgensen people, for years before all that. They've done nothing yeah. since, really. Uh, well, that's the other thing. Is, but know, they found a word that triggered people, so they... they kept pushing that narrative right. take over take over take right. over like we were saying it or something you right know? well that, that's the thing you know the former the past bucks chair uh he still has in his twitter bio uh for uh Kirby. there's a lot of former bucks chairs but fuck that dude that you're talking yeah about, you know man. who i'm talking about yeah. though uh <laughs> he still has in his bio like bucks chair secretary of montgomery county i want to be like actually guy you're kicked out of montgomery county bucks party and you're no longer the chair of the Bucks, uh, of the Monco, you got kicked out of the Monco party, and you're no longer the chair of the Bucks party. Yeah, but he needs those titles. So, Just but but, let, but here's, the problem. Here's, no, no, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's, no, no, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. This is what I brought up to our our chair, our our actual chair. I was like, hey, he's going around on Twitter, saying crazy shit. He's becoming yeah. a fucking national meme, which is true. Like big names retweeted his meme. Like they know who he is. Right. I'm not on Twitter, but man, I've seen some right. But you've seen him. I know you've oh seen him. God. So like, so I'm like, but if people click the profile, they think that's coming from Bucks, and it's not. I'm like, you. I'm like, and by the way, he's been told already. Like, get that shit out, dude. You do, you know, dude, he's doing the same thing as, you know, his name, Libertarian for Lieutenant Governor. Like, okay, that's fine. You I don't know. give a shit about that at all. No, but he's like literally attacking. Tons and tons of people throughout the state. Well, he's screenshotting other people's private conversations. Hey, he'll get seven the... votes. I know, but they're, you know, our state party saying, oh, Mises Caucus messaging's chasing people away. That fucking dude is chasing more people away than the whole entire Mises Caucus could Do, ever chase away. You know how many away. people, and this is true, personally have texted or DM'd or came up to me after Bucks meetings and been like, yo, like that guy is treating me like shit. Like I'm like a new member. Like right. that's true. Like so. Uh, yeah, there's another one of those guys that got tried to put on the IT committee. He's been around the party yep. since I've been around. He's done nothing but be a fucking complete he asshole. Opened, he to, op to he openly threatens people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he threatened to sue me this week. I know. <laughs> for for by the way, if you if you say, "Hey, man, I think you have anger issues," you can't get sued for that. Well, especially because I said anger issues were something else. Right. Like, that's pretty vague. You can't get sued for any. You no, know, that's that's like being like, "Hey, man, you're crazy." Like, that's right, well, not, first there has to be some kind of loss and all i'm doing is saying what everybody else already knows yeah know? so there's no loss to his but he again he's a typical like remember i was he's like oh i'm actually and, and that's she's such a fucking because oh, you see the the last comment that he had because i was like dude it's friday night i'm, uh, I'm yes. not doing this on fucking social yeah, media yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he had to break down everything he's doing this dude's 50 years old he's telling everybody what he and, but, but that just makes me believe you're lying like he, you're like you're lying about like because you haven't scripted out like so like like or that I, you're you so ready to proud go. of yourself that you are able to go hang out with a couple people for Friday night you right know, that you have to tell everybody about it but like, it's like it's like you're the type of dude to sit at home and like go on the internet and, and dig up dirt because like you have nothing better to do you know what I'm saying it's like that's like that dude's personality well 
I don't know. We got plenty of them in the party. I just, I try to ignore them, but, you know, people fucking tag my name and shit, and then I got to respond. Well, you have to. You have to. We have, that's the thing, too. Is like, I'm sick of, like, oh, we got to be the higher road. I'm like, so, yeah, not all the time, though. <laughs> not all oh, the time, I love though. you say all the time. You're like, I'm just a fucking dumb comedian, though. I'll, if you guys got people yeah. giving you a hard time, I'll take it. Because you know? I, what are they going to do to me? Yeah. Be like you're not funny. Like I don't give a shit. You're not coming to my show. <laughs> like you're not. You're not my fuck. You're not paying. You're not giving me money. So like, what am I gonna fucking care what you say about me? Like it's crazy. Well, yeah. I mean that that's probably my problem too. I don't really care what anybody says about me or what anybody thinks about me. I'm, like I said, I'm not in this to grow my status in the party or make friends or anything. I don't give a fuck. I want I want to fight politicians yeah. that that are putting out bullshit laws. That that's my mission. You know. Agreed. I, and if these people yeah. are in my way, I'm going to question them on the board. I'm going to try to make the party in a better direction. Whatever. Whatever is going to get real libertarians elected to, to real offices is... It's, it's just the, the, the this current leadership now is very shady to me. And again, that Kevin guy, man, I I don't... I don't know. It's nothing off. Yeah, well, he just openly admitted that he pays for the whole entire LPPA newsletter and has complete editing authority over it. Right, he did say that. <laughs> That's right. That's wild. Yeah, and it's sent out to 1,500 members with the LPPA newsletter thinking that this is like the state party putting this out, and it's one fucking person that's yeah, deciding I don't like what goes in he, it and what doesn't right, I don't like how, and, and like, I don't like how the wraparound of the excuse is like, well, he uses his own money. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh, it was an opinion piece, so he's allowed to lie about other people in the party. And right, it. so then I'll just go on there and be like, "All these people I think are pedophiles." It's an opinion. <laughs> I start naming <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's an Adam's opinion piece. Opinion. The opinion piece, like that's crazy. Well, the best thing is like they have these people write opinion pieces, and they're like, "Credentialing committee chair." Like, well, if you're nobody and don't really know the inner workings of the party, that sounds like you're somebody kind of important, right? Right. Well, I have a fucking credentialing committee, and that person's definitely not the fucking chair of it, but right? He's now got a title, you know, <laughs> like so. People reading it are thinking he's somebody. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't like this. It's, it's almost, like, it's like a slush fund for the LP. Oh, it absolutely. PA, it is. Like a hundred percent. It's like we'll just go through Kevin to get what we want because oh, we're, it's, it's, it's like it's like when Biden with the with the stores and stuff. He's like, hey, we're not, we're not saying you need a vaccine passport. The stores are saying we, we'll just. Take away all of their money and arrest them and sue them if they don't comply. But we're not saying you need because that's illegal. It, it's the same thing. But he's growing the party, so you know. Yeah, yeah. The funny part is he's taking credit for what other people are doing and then boosting himself up with it. You know, oh, I brought in all these new members and Mises helped a little bit. You know, now, did you like? Did you like what I offered uh, to give Mike a lifetime membership? Uh, oh, and. <laughs> that triggered a lot of people though but again i don't even really know the people who they brought up first the they're I, they're out of state people I don't they, they have done a lot for the party i don't really care but why give them a lifetime membership right. now they're gonna be grandfathered in and always gonna be able to vote under our old bylaws yeah and... no i don't give a shit but like there's no reason why like heist or joe like van wagner they shouldn't get one for all the work they've done they brought in way more people than anybody on that side has huh. and not even close and that's but they're the not the people that they want brought in. They only want people that that worship them and say, "Hey, look at look at how amazing our party is. Look how great Kevin is." That's all they want. If you if you don't say that, if you don't tote those lines, they're gonna try to silence you as much as they can. Dude, it really is a fucking cult. It's scary. It's like a weird cult. It's scary and not a fun sex cult. 
And then if you say it, if you say it openly, you're a fucking enemy to them, and they they twist your words around and make up lies about you and stuff. Yeah, and that's why half the, half the state party hates me on the board, and the other half loves me because I speak the truth, and some people don't want to hear the truth. And some- it's uh, you know what's going on with obviously Karen Ann Harless, right? And the whole oh my god, dude, I I think that was actually about other stuff too. I mean, yeah, they they, they needed to silence her because. She was pushing to get the LNC to have a vote that if that I don't know if I should even say this because I don't know how many people. Well, there's probably only about 20 people listening to your show, but she was pushing <laughs> the LNC to have a vote that if they make mandatory vaccinations in Nevada to attend events, that the LNC would agree to move the convention out of the state. And people knew that she was going to push that, and that's why they wanted to get her to fuck out of there as quick as they could because they didn't want their name on that vote because they were obviously going to vote because they support keeping it in Nevada because they know if it, if something like that ha- happened, that would be the only way to keep Mises Caucus from rolling that convention, you know? Right. So there's there's talk that Nevada might have mandatory vaccinations getting put in place, and that would really have effect on our convention. So Yeah. And Karen Ann was trying to spearhead that and get that, you know, taken care of. I said, they're like, oh, we we got to find another way to get her out of there. It, uh, but good. Let her take a little break. She, sure. She'll but, be back. But it's like, it's, I mean, you really see the corruption when you have her where she exposes actual crime because what they did was a crime. No, well, it was illegal. That's what I'm saying. It was an actual crime. Not yeah. like, oh, being fucking hyperbo- hy- hyperbolic. It's a, no. Actual theft. <laughs> they committed actual theft, and she pointed that out. Pointed out the chair of the, not just the New Hampshire party, the chair of the LP himself, and a third party who may or may not be, you know what I'm saying, right. uh, colluded, and she actually exposes this corruption. Whistle blew, as some might say, right. and they decide to and by the way after the evidence came out that she was right and that with the with the official review uh favoring all the findings now they still because of what's the official reason they're they're kicking her out or suspending her i didn't even pay attention this time around she said something you know something and also oh, with the dildo like eat a dildo or sit on his sure. bike no she accused somebody of uh wanting to hurt her or something which these people are so fucking weak, dude. No, they'll they'll find any excuse. They 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 will find another one if that wasn't the excuse. Dude, that dude, I never even seen that so dude. This is the shoot. This is the massive problem with the LP, and this is also why the Mises Caucus is growing at insane rates. Because you know, I talk to a lot of new people that come into the Mises Caucus, and I, it, the LP is actually becoming what we fucking hate. You yeah. know, they're, we're we're run by a bunch of control freak leaders. I mean. You know, that that want laws and rules and and will manipulate the system to get their fucking way. The whole LP, you know, I, the state party, maybe not on the level of the LP, but definitely, you know, there's a lot of that shit that has intertwined itself into the LP over the last 12 years. And uh, Mike Mike Heiss recognized this shit and was like, fuck this, I'm going to fight against it. This is what I'm here to fight, you know, and he's been drumming up the troops big time and people are jumping ship from their side to the Mises caucus side because they every time they do something like this to Karen Ann or or the New Hampshire thing the caucus just grows by the thousands yeah it's crazy it's like it's like the same the same strategy of us like oh let's go fight the terrorists in some foreign country and then we bomb them and next thing you know there's twice as many terrorists right. you know 
it's the same shit going on in the LP, and that's why the Mises Caucus has all this growth because they they're actually fighting for liberty, you know, instead of fighting for control and trying to control others. Well, you saw the uh, people don't know the there was a uh, contest for the convention slogan. For yeah, that was pretty amusing last night. And uh, how it worked is like you donate money however much you want or little or much you want to whatever slogan you like and the most with the most money won. Uh, Liberty Unmasked was the one that we wanted. And then Liberty United? No, it was hashtag Liberty Wins. Hashtag Liberty Wins. I don't know. Where did they like? So here's what blows my mind. And how how you know it's shady. We had like, what, 900 contributors Give like over nine, nine five hundred dollars. It was that much. I think it was like three hundred. Uh, oh, three hundred. Okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm conflating the nine thousand. I'm sorry. Right. So it's like three hundred some contributors gave like over ninety five hundred dollars. Yeah, and they had like thirty five. And they had thirty five. It almost got to nine thousand. So that means they had got guys or women dropping legit dough to lose, which is hilarious. Yeah. No, I watched six. They they were at twenty nine and at like five thousand when I logged on last night. So they got like thirty five hundred dollars from six donors in the last like two minutes. Dude, I almost want to just blow thirty five hundred dollars of my own money just to be a dick. To be like, you know what? Fuck you guys. We're doing it too. <laughs> Here, <laughs> this will never come back to me. I'm just losing this money. If I had, that's why I need fuck you money. Everybody, go subscribe to my YouTube channel, AdamNutter.com. <laughs> I mean, YouTube.com/slash AdamNutter. Uh, I need to make some fucking money. <laughs> like, I can do funny things like that. You just want me to do funny things like that and fuck over the other people? Give me fucking subscribe. God damn. Uh, do you think the convention gets moved from PA? Because we're trying. From Williamsport? Yeah. Nah, it's not going to get moved. Dude, I don't want to go now. <laughs> I'm going to go, but I, mean, I don't want it. Like, I don't want to go. Like, it's, Yeah, well, that's the whole point. Yeah. Put it in shitty fucking Williamsport. Make a shitty convention. Put us in a fucking theater, you know, and Mises Caucus has no reason to show up. Is the Little League World Series even going on at that time? I don't know. That's too early. I can't even do that. Yeah. Fuck. He's like, I can't even kill time. Watch fucking 12-year-old Dominican kids crush 400 feet home runs. Well, Mike said that Dave Smith and Tom Woods are definitely coming no matter what, when, and where. No, I know. That they've already that they've already signed on the line that they're coming. I think a lot of people are. So. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of maybes. So. I, I put a personal challenge out to get uh see how badass Michael Hoyce is if he can get Mike Malice out there. <laughs> he just moved to Austin. Yeah, that's not that much further. Well, it is, but no, it actually is. If Mark. Mike, if Mike, Matt, <laughs> if he says he's coming, we'll find a way to get a fucking jet plane. Sure, yeah, there, yeah. You know? so, uh, fucking, uh, we're trying to figure out. I'll get a bunch of. No, I'm not really me, but a bunch of guys are trying to figure out how to get out to Reno next year. Like, if we charter a jet. I'm like, we're not chartering a jet, you fucking lunatics, dude. First of all, don't fly into fucking Reno. That place is a dirt. Why would they pick Reno for a fucking convention? It is. Yeah, why not Vegas? Yeah. Now, Vegas is fucking party nonstop all the time. Reno is a fucking shithole in the middle of the L- desert listen, buddy. with uh, a bunch of addicts that are, like, stumbling around, <laughs> you know, sticking their last $10 in a slot machine. I'm a degenerate gambler who I've been to Vegas six times, and I have won and lost thousands. I get it. That's why I want to be in Vegas. Reno, yeah, I'll, I'll gamble, but, like, I'm not a sight. I'm a poker player, man. You put, Same. You put me in Vegas, then blackjack and poker. Yeah, that's. I won't play anything else. Um, but yeah, I could sit poker tables for fucking days. Yeah, Texas Hold'em's fun as fuck. Yeah. 
I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I like that on blackjack. Anything else? I'm like, hey, I don't really know what's going on here. Like, I like craps. I don't know how to bet. I still don't really understand how craps works or the betting or game itself. Don't even try to figure it out because none of the bets, the odds aren't even close to in your favor. Right? <laughs> uh, so. But I, I would like before I, I roulette. I, I bet on. I bet. Yeah, it's easier. Right? Like you know, I know there's other bets in roulette. Like you can put the corners. I'm like, ah, fuck it, stop it. Yeah, I don't know the roulette's name. cool because when you're really drunk, you can't fuck it up. You know. That's the thing. Like, I'll get uh, at the end of the night of either if if I'm up or down, no matter how good or bad I've done that night, I'll be really high for sure, and I'll be like, I'm gonna grab just whatever chunk of chips I have, right. and I'm going to pick a color, and we're gonna let it ride. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I think I won one time. <laughs> All the time I've done it. So note to self: don't ever go to the casino with Adam Nutter. I'm a good time. Though. I'm a pretty good time. I'm, pretty, I'm a pretty too, good but... time though. You'll have a good time playing blackjack with me for sure. We'll yeah, have, we'll have that's, laughs. That's what I'm scared of. How what? much? How much money is it gonna cost me to have a good time with you? A lot. <laughs> a lot. I'm not responsible with money. Yeah. <laughs> not. It's part of the head trauma. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good with money. Did we talk about anything we were supposed to on this show? Kind of. Yeah, I hit stuff. I hit Monco LP State LP 2022 convention. Yeah, I hit. I hit stuff. I wrote down. You made me actually get angry and talk shit on people, which I said I wasn't. I know, but do. we know we left out names, which. We want to do. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a good boy. If I was, if I was, if I still drank, that'd be a problem. <laughs> so I'd be like, let it go. <laughs> but I haven't drank in a while, dude. I miss, I do like watching you drink. I do miss, like, you know, the old. Yeah, I never had an issue with drinking. No, I never, I, I don't have an issue. I drink like social places, libertarian shit, and that's about it. I, I, I don't sit at home and drink. Like, I just don't like. The way it makes me feel like physically, <laughs> like it makes me feel like shit. Uh, I don't like things put on weight. Oh man, it makes me really smart. I swear I'm faster and stronger when I'm drinking. <laughs> yeah, I think every drunk person does until <laughs> they get fucking housed. <laughs> By the way, we get we get in the podcast on this fucking nothing to do with libertarianism, but man, I texted uh, Jesse this and uh, Neil this today. I watched. And I, I gotta say, I've seen crazy shit on the internet. We all have, right? Like cr- beheadings, crazy shit, crazy shit. I watched the worst death video I've ever seen on the internet today in my life. Uh, easily, no way, dude. Did you see so many Iraqi beheadings? Where this has not a candle. I mean, those had not a candle to what I saw today. It was a. It happened last year in Russia. It was a a a, a industrial. Equipment fa- equipment factory equipment factory. God, I'm so fucking not a man. A factory, <laughs> you know, with wheels and stuff. Fucking nerd. Uh, a factory and a lathe machine. Ooh, you know what that is? Yeah. Okay, I never heard of lathe machine, but apparently it's a giant machine that cuts steel, but yeah, like big cir- giant blades, but that, circularly yeah. cuts. Okay. Somebody fell into one. Of them? Hey man, yes, but you you I, there's a video of it, and I, I'm not. I don't know how to really describe it because you're going to think I'm exaggerating or I'm like, that's movie-ish. He, his arm, he's like trying to fix it. His arm gets sucked in. And now the, the camera's decently far away because it's a security camera. Right. But, dude, I my heart dropped because at that moment, this guy's like, I'm fucking dead. Like, you just know it. Like, yeah. you're not getting out of that. Yeah. She, and then the thing spins and it, he literally like Gumby, he goes around. Dude, <laughs> it's sliced them nice and thin and spit them out the other side. No, no, no. it's it, it span him in a circle. His guts and arm and skin went everywhere. 
It flew across the factory. I'm not kidding. Are you going to give the link to it? It's everywhere. Type in Russian lathe accident. You'll find it. It's, we'll watch it before. I yeah, mean, I'm going to watch it on the drive. And home. then there's pictures like on the aftermath, and he's literally wrapped around it like gum. Like, and his bones are gone. He's just, it looks like a skin suit's laying there. It's, and I've seen a lot of fucked up shit in person, too. And, like, here's, here's the thing. Like, I've seen so much fucked up shit in real life and on the internet. I still get grossed out, but I'm dead inside, so it doesn't sit with me. Like, on a mental note. Right. Like, I see it, and I'm like, that's fucking disgustingly wild. Yeah. And, like, I, I'm, I'm like, Jesus, I'll never not see that again. But it doesn't bother me. Like, it should. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dude, I always think that about me. I think I'm fucked up because, like, I'll watch that shit. I'm like, dude, that sucked. But, like, no, no, I'll re- pretty I'll- fucking cool from a scientific I mean, no, I'll re- I'll, I mean, I literally, cause, okay. I don't want to end this podcast, but now he's about to now. All right. So, because so, I was on, I was taking a shit earlier and I was on fucking TikTok, right? And uh, it, I, I came across TikTok and I was like, uh, worst ways to die. And I was like, describing like ways people died. I go in the comments and some guy goes, that's nothing. Google Russian lathe accident. <laughs> and I went, all right. <laughs> and then, fuck. And then I, the, I watch it and the, dude, as I, the, I swear to, cause you know, like organically just comes out of your mouth as you're alone. Like you just say whatever. And I literally went, oh my God, this is wild. Like I actually said that out loud to myself because of how it looked like a movie. I, we're we're going to watch it off air. We'll watch it yeah. off air. All right. Mark, I know you don't have anything to plug. <laughs> Better to go go download Russian Lathe Accident. Do you have anything to plug? Like, you're not even on social media or anything, right? So, nah. I mean, I got the Pennsylvania Project. Oh yeah, yeah. Plug that. You were on. What, what yes. episode were you on? Oh, I have no idea. All right. Well, check out PennsylvaniaProject.com. That's the uh, podcast that I run with Ken. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, go. Yeah, so go. I actually not... got a podcast. I'm starting in radio show podcast. I'm starting on Thursday. I don't even know what the fuck we're doing with it i'm doing it with my buddy sam so it's gonna be a half hour radio show that we're gonna also podcast great plug <laughs> go listen to mark's unknown radio show that he doesn't have a name for it yet uh, i don't need a name for a few more days jesus christ yeah okay but for the purposes you do it's fine go follow mark uh guys again follow me at i'm not on all the stuff go drop tent.com slash events for tickets drop t- drop slash store for shirts uh, youtube.com slash Nutter. go check out my other podcast Cult of Us and Slapstick Sports I do with Jesse Pedraza and Garrett Monaco uh, go download again go subscribe to the YouTubes and rate and review and all that great shit Mark thank you so much for coming in we're gonna go watch gross shit together now nice <laughs> alright everybody peace thanks for listening find Adam on social media Twitter and IG at Adam Nutter or Facebook and TikTok at Adam Nutter Comedy. And for podcasts and merch, check out www.droptent.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode.